Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Lord, Lord of mercy. All night, Sunday, Central. Follow me now. Say, I think it's the rolling hip hop. Say, Jerry Rolls is the rolling hip hop. Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to the Created for Marketers by Marketers podcast. My name is Billy Louisu, and we've been working hard to find marketing topics which will help you level up your skills, and that will blow your mind. Today is episode six of season three, and the topic for today is from ideas or idea to reality. We'll be discussing the entrepreneur's journey from turning passion into an idea into a thriving business. My guest for today is Kenny Lee. Kenny is the creator and founder of Light My Bricks, a Lego lighting company based right here in Melbourne, Australia. For those who know me, I also went to school with Kenny and randomly he pops up on my Instagram with this fascinating business and I'm super excited to have you on, mate. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me, Billy. It's a small world, isn't it? Tell me about it. You know, I look at uh, all the time. I'm I'm looking at innovative technology companies, and then you know your awesome lighting Lego company pops up, and I'm like, man, I got to chat with this guy because this is uh, this is this gives me some really like fuzzy feelings, and and I used to love yeah. Lego, and I, I'm still a big kid. So, dude, thank you for having me. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump straight in and ask you what I think is the toughest question of the podcast. Um, I'm calling it marketers and music. What music do you listen to in your work, or what's your favorite album? Um, I, I couldn't think of a favorite album if you'd ask me, I like a lot of different musics, but the one that I, the one type of music that I do listen to a lot in the office is something called math rock. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that genre at all. Um, no, nah, man, not at all. Yeah. It's basically, um, it's, it's kind of like a indie rock, but, uh, it has a lot of technical time signatures. Um, Ooh. so, you, you know, if if you're into drumming or anything like that, like you have your traditional, you know, beats and stuff, but the, the math rock is very like technical in terms of like, it'll just stop, change different time signatures, like randomly. Oh, cool. and stuff. Yeah. A lot of clean guitar um, that's like kind of like intricate, it's kind of sparkly, but um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really cool. It's, so it's um, all instrumental. You know, There's no lyrics. Yeah. It's pretty much instrumental. There are bands that have, um, you know, like uh, people singing on it, but yeah, most of it is is instrumental. Math rock, mate. Thank you for bringing something unique yeah. to this. I've I've, I've <laughs> haven't listened, haven't heard, but uh, I'm gonna do do some digging and Check attach stuff to the bottom yeah. of the uh, the bottom of the podcast. So, um, yeah, I like to think I'm a music critic, but uh, you <laughs> you spooked me there. So, um, mate, the topic for today, right? We're talking about from idea to reality, and yeah, I want you to introduce yourself you know, and, and tell me a little bit why this topic is so relevant to you and what got you on this, on this path. So, okay. My name is Kenny, mm. Kenny Lee. Uh, I was, I've, I've always been into Lego uh, since I was a kid, you know, really been into it, but then, you know, you, you, you grow up and you have your kind of what you call dark ages of um, not, not knowing much about Lego anymore, but then, I had a young family and I started buying Lego for them and I, you know, you buy it and then you kind of, you help them out and you're like, oh, you know, shit, this is pretty cool. You know, and you kind of <laughs> rediscover, 
your your passion that's what i did and um i've always been into like miniature buildings and stuff like that so anytime you see you know those like small scale like you know buildings and and miniature wonderlands and all that kind of thing yep Uh, i've always loved that so lego had like they have different themes you know you got lego city you got lego friends you got lego star wars all that kind of thing but the one that really uh drew me in was um the lego modular buildings and so it's like a full detailed modular it's like a terrace house but you've got different levels and then you yeah. can take them off and they're really detailed and you know they bring out one every year so the idea is you you buy a new one each year and you create like a little city so you're like you're oh, cool it's kind of sim city sim city-esque right <laughs> yeah yeah that's it love, love sim city um so that was what kind of drew me in and and lego's not cheap it's it's expensive um a lot more than i remember yeah and um and especially when you have a young family like i did single income there 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 i go you know buying lego a couple of hundred dollars each set and you know causing some uh heated debates with with the wife at the time but for me i'm like you know if i could make a business out of something to do with lego because i i was so into it you know i was i was really right into it and i was like the one thing that that it didn't have with lights and even as a young kid i remember building lego you know, houses and and having a little torchlight and putting it inside and yeah, you know turning that. all the room lights and you're just like you know you kind of imagine this little lego building coming alive because it's like people inside that kind of that kind of feeling so that's what yeah. i wanted to recreate um but there was no one doing it so uh i just simply dabbled into lighting myself but the, you know, you can go out and buy lights uh, and wires and, and do it yourself, mm-hmm. um, get out the soldering on it. Yeah. Um, but but they, they're thick, you know, the wires are thick and you have yeah. to like build something around it. But I love the set as it is. I'm not like one of those Lego Masters guys that, that can build like something out of scratch without, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I love the whole following instructions and creating something really, really yeah. awesome. And so yeah. I wanted to find a way to light it. Like, you know, you have a Lego building, you'll find like a lamppost, you'll find lampshade. Yeah. Or, you know, just think of the obvious things that light up. I wanted to basically install lighting that and, and have it all concealed so you can't really tell. And so mm. you basically turn, you bring one thing and take it next level and then you bring it to life with with lights. And so that's what I wanted to create. And so I was, I, you know, you, you, you're digging and you, you do research and and um, you, you try and find small lights. And luckily I had a friend of mine at work at the time who knew the Asian market pretty well. So he yeah. kind of did his, he, he, he was like my broker at the time. Yeah. <laughs> what was, yeah, what he, was work, what was work before this, Kenny, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was in it. So I was yep. a techie, um, yep. but I've been, you know, I've done a range of different jobs. Yeah. Yep. Um, just, you know, but I've never loved what I really did. You know, I just, yep. you know, hated it was a job. job yeah. It was your typical, you know, grinding stuff. So, yeah um so my mate uh helped me find um small componentry and basically i just said hey uh if you can make it in a way that's like modular like you have a system where you've got like uh your light that plugs into a board and then you've got Mm. another light that plugs into and you can expand on it you can create effects i wanted something that you could basically um build yourself kind of like the whole like experience mm-hmm. you've got like bricks and you follow instructions to build something i wanted to create that same thing with with lights. lighting so you, yeah with componentry and all that kind of thing like a plug and play system so 
I just dabbled into that myself. Um, I, I rem- I'll never forget lighting my first Lego set. It was just like the best feeling ever. And I was like, <laughs> man, I'm just going to document this, put this on, you know. Um, what on, was it, on, if you don't mind me asking? Like, what was the thing? What was the first Lego set? It was a, it was one of the modular buildings. It was a right. Lego detective. So, right. yeah, that, that's a real special one to me. Because um, it had like, it had like a little barber, uh, you know, that barber sign or that little. Yes, little yes. Thing. That's yeah, cool. I lit there was like a pool kind of um sign at the front and so i put like flashing lights in that and yeah it was just yeah it was such an awesome feeling and i just remember like thinking like if i'll, I'll just document it and write like uh, i'll use like a little a blog writing thing and take photos and just do like a step-by-step thingy mm-hmm. and just put it up and see how it goes and then so that's how it, the whole thing took off um like a diy blog right like how to build your own lighting kind of, set. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, them then i just you know did some research on how to create a shopify site and just put it up and then um yeah next thing you know people you know started liking my <laughs> following it and then Unreal. You know, i was you know selling products and six seven years later where you know you know we've got footprints in in us and europe and australia unreal um, unreal yeah. well dude this is it's 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 awesome like to to hear the story of how you got here you mentioned to me that it, you know, and there's a lot of people out there who have a hobby and uh, that hobby leads to many arguments in the household, but talk me through yeah. like, you, you, you kind of, you kind of have this, this uh, very funny story, but from an argument yeah. to a dream business, yeah. you kind of, yeah. your life is, and I have it too. I collect cards, basketball cards. So I get it all the time. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing spending all this money on this childish junk? And I'm like, Hey, I can make real money out of this. You yeah, proved it. Exactly. Yeah, I did it. I won that argument. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> so you, well, how, I how think did it was more? Yeah, how did it happen? I was well. I started, you know, dabbling with lighting, and then sales started coming in, and hmm. it was that always constant. Like I wanted just to prove to you know my family, my wife, and myself that like I can I can grow this, I can sustain it, hmm. and this is going to be something that you know will will get me out of my full time job. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was within six months, like I was selling and making more money than I was in my day job. Seriously, so, and that was the point you decided yeah. to jump off. No, it wasn't so much that because again, like you know, here I am going, oh, check this out, you know, to Lena, and I was like, oh, check check out our sales, check out our sales. And she's like, yeah, but like you know, like how long can this, you know, how mm. how long can we keep this going for? And mm. you know, when you have a house, you got a mortgage, you got kids and family, you know, you don't want to. You need reliability. I, I'm very like impulsive. Like I'm, you know, if I want something, I'll man, I, I'll stop at nothing to try and get it. You know, I'll keep fighting, and then I'm very impulsive. I'm like, man, I can't wait to get out of my full time job because imagine how much you can achieve if you're full time diving into it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yep. So yeah, it wasn't in, maybe until like probably twelve months, eighteen months after that when I actually did um, make the full exit. Uh, I had to get some help with, uh, you know, your accountants and your and your your mortgage brokers working for you as well. Of course, um, because I did also I also signed a contract to build a, a new home as well. So yeah. that that took a lot of complications in there. Just just throw yeah. that in there, mate. Like no biggie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But like you know, I never forget that feeling of of you know every time you buy like Lego and you're like, oh, how do I kind of get the approval? From the wife of buying lego and you know we're talking about a couple hundred dollars a set mm-hmm. 
the, the feeling now of like, you know, I, I just did a quick calculation of how much the business spends on Lego. It was like about 20, 25 grand. Um, and it's <laughs> one of those feelings. But I, I still get that feeling now. Sometimes I have to stay up at midnight because that's the day the Lego set comes out and I have to buy. And it's just like, yep, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yep, yeah. Good. This is all for business. I need to do this. Yeah. This is, you know, we need to buy Lego in order to. <laughs> it's a thriving it's a thriving business man that's it you've got to stay on trend so you can keep up i mean i just saw the latest um the vw set that was released which was really cool yeah. and the avengers yeah. tower that was released there's just so many of them as that's you know. it and lego have really um changed direction as well um you know it happened just before covid where they did a huge change in direction and, and really started you, you'll notice like a huge increase of adult uh, consumer-based sets like your black mm. boxes, your big like Porsches, your big Titanic stuff that's yep. like not for the thousand dollars per set, that kind of thing, you know. Mm. Well, that's a really interesting point, right? Like, let's 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 dive into the, the the audience here because I I automatically you think Lego, you think younger audiences, but the nostalgia piece of people just like us who now have, well, most of us have disposable income that we can go and buy these things without having to work at target for three months yeah, um yeah like what's what's the audience that you guys are really targeting here and how's that uh changing that's, your strategy that's totally it it's it's the adult consumers and that's where that's who buys our products so yeah mm -hmm. like like you said when i talk to people and tell them about the business they're like oh my kids would love that you know i've got <laughs> nieces or nephews and they'd love it but it's like yeah but it's not i mean kids don't have the money to buy stuff and mm -hmm. and, and kids build and destroy we all know that where it's it our core audience are those adults that that love to display lego so they'll buy it and they'll put it and they take a lot of pride in decorating their office or their home mm -hmm. um and so that's our core audience you know it's predominantly male but we're starting to see a huge increase in female um mm -hmm. audiences and that's kind of i guess in line with what lego are doing as well with their sets you know you've got all the, the lego ek collection and uh, but sorry, the, the, the Lego botanical collections I've got, right, like, you know, right. you have, and then your bouquet flowers, and that's like, believe it or not, our, the Lego Orchid Light Kit was one of our most popular selling light kits. Um, really, year, which was super interesting. Yeah, so it's it's very broad now. Um, our audience is growing. Um, you know, not just male; it's it's now female. Mm -hmm. Typically around the thirty to forty. Oh, I mean. Late twenties to forty-five. That's the age mm -hmm. bracket again. That's with where adults are, you know, making more mm -hmm. money. They have disposable income, and therefore mm -hmm. they can fund their their guilty pleasures. Of well, that's know, my audience too for my podcast, play. mate. So uh, good, good match. Yeah, uh, yeah. If anyone, if anyone, if anyone wants to light their Lego and wants to get back into it, you know where to find Kenny. So, um, yeah. let let's. Uh, I want. I want to. I've got a couple of questions here. I want to get in, into with you, mate, because I'm fascinated. You created the product from scratch, you said you went and bought, you know, a bunch of, you know, lighting mm. broker and you set it up. How yeah. do you, how, how now does the operation work? You've got a legit e-commerce website. Um, well, let's dive into kind of social and marketing a little bit later, yeah. but how did you design now? How, what's your process designing these things and launching them? Yeah. So it's, it's, you've got the core component. So it's always, You've got your core components. When I say that, it's like you've got your hubs or your expansion boards. You've got mm -hmm. LED lights. You've got connecting cables, and you've got effects boards. So mm -hmm. every product is basically a composition of the different components, depending on what that Lego set 
is, for example, you've got like a a Ford Mustang car, and you it's you, you do the obvious. You've got the headlights, taillights, but we also love to like take it up one level and do like a little door switch. So when the door opens, the lights cool. turn on. But if yeah. you strip it all back, they just they're just components. Mm. Very much like Lego sets, you you take out the back packaging, the box. They're just a bunch of bricks, right? Mm. Um, so it's the same kind of thing. So every time a new Lego set comes out, we'll grab it. We look at it and we want to make realistic lighting. You know, there's nothing worse than um, mm. just getting like a Star Wars Millennium Falcon and putting like a shit ton of, <laughs> you know, flashing, you know, disco colored lights on it. It just doesn't suit. So it's all about tastefully designing lights for it. Yeah. You want to complement the set rather than just mm. be the focus. So that's what we're very big on. So mm. our designers build it. They they light it and and using the core components, but then sometimes they'll design new components depending on what that needs. It could be like a new effects board to make it really, I guess, true to what what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we 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 do that. Then um, you know we, we we then get it manufactured, uh, and then we import raw the components to draw stock, and everything is actually assembled here. Mm-hmm. So. We actually have our own like electrical designers that that design the products. And oh, cool! Imported into here, and then we've got like our packers that will pack everything into all the different boxes, um, and then that's how we scale because all our boxes are quite generic. But then each product is different based on like a product sticker. Um, so that's how you right. see it. So if you look at all our packaging they're very generic, but they are identified uh, or unique based on that that based on sticker. it. Yeah. Yeah, I did notice yeah, that. I looked so, at some of your unpacks on, yeah. on online. Yeah, so it's it's everything is basically assembled. When I say assembled, it's all packed in house and then shipped out to our various uh, warehouses in the different regions. And then when people buy, it's like local shipping for them. So yeah, um, but oh, got, that's yeah. cool. So you've got you've got yeah. warehouses in the UK, in the US, and you yeah, distribute through yeah. there. Oh, cool. We found like we're all about that customer experience. So you want someone to buy from a trusted place who's it's shipped locally they're not worried about like ridiculous duties or import fees because it's really it's a real pain for people in europe and that's how i found uh, when we were sending stuff from melbourne like the the shipping costs are, are quite expensive and then mm-hmm. you've got like, the the import and the fees and all that kind of thing so that's why we've done like our different um distribution centers yeah. based on where our sites are so we've got like dot com we've got you know, dot com that are you. We've got a UK site, Europe site, um, Canada site, that so on so forth. Great. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Time, time is of the essence, right? You got to make sure things get there, especially yeah. this time of year. You've got you know twenty days before Christmas, and I'm sure there's there's going to be orders yeah. going out that need to be there in time. For sure, that's it. So you guys, um, you guys obviously you started the business. You you made it official. You could quit your job and you went all in. Yeah. And and now, how many staff? We have about 30, uh, yep. 30 staff, but then we've got like, we do use like a, we use an agency for customer service, although we yeah. have like a dedicated team that, that have been assigned to us. Yep. Um, so, that, you know, if you count all them, it's probably about 35 maybe. Yeah. 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 That's a good operation, man. And it's very, very, <laughs> very awesome to, you know, you're, you're out here locally in, in the old hood and Knox and yeah. You're building, yep. building the warehouse, and yeah, I love it. So you've you've gone now, you know, into a bit of a awareness marketing strategy. I've seen mm-hmm. you're putting yourself and your brand forward. You're talking about your story, 
and you're, you're kind of looking at this next phase of light my bricks and going into yeah. marketing and social marketing in particular, talk me through that yeah. and um, the journey you're on into creating yeah. more awareness around that. I believe marketing, uh, digital marketing, social media has been like the, one of the key drivers uh, at branding as well uh, has been the key drivers to like my brick success. And we've done like, I, I was very big into it from the beginning. I knew that like, and that's how I kind of got the attention to the business through um, social media, just posting and then getting into that community and, you know, following other people, engaging with them, liking them, getting, you know, getting the attention to come your way that way. Um, branding has been a huge thing because you want to create like a a positive experience, but it's also like there, there's there's ways to do things. Like for me, I could have I guess just put stuff on the internet and 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 just shown photos of the components or whatever. But if you strip all the packaging, all the branding away, the components don't look that great on mm. its own. Right? It's all about that. The packaging, product. the branding, that finished product and experience, you know. Mm. So um, I, from an early stage, I wanted to, I'm not a marketer, but I knew that the importance of it. So I had to align myself with key people to 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 get on board and help me with that. Um, so, you know, digital marketing in terms of like the advertising, email mm. marketing, all that stuff is is key um, in, mm. in terms of growing and scaling your business. And, and so we've always done that through different agencies, but it wasn't until the last, I guess, six six months or so, I realized that in order to really scale, it, that's where you, you turn up the, the you, you scale your business through advertising, I believe. Yeah, um, you're right, 100%. Yeah, so just learning about like how Facebook advertising works myself, because mm. um, I really think that, you, you know, you can use agencies, which is good, but the person that knows a business um, the best is is yourself. And so I had to, you know, really go through a real learning phase as well, learning about how everything works. And then there's a lot that goes into advertising and having the creative to to advertise. So tightly interlinked, know, man. Tightly interlinked. Yeah, content content strategy, yeah. creative and and, and you're putting your money into these engines, right, to attra- yeah. attract the right audience. You're right, though. You know your business better than those agencies yeah. do. So it's good yeah. that you did the, the hard work. What does yeah. that look like? So what does that look like now? Yeah, so now it's like we've got a – I had to get a, a marketing manager on board. We've got a content team. The content team came maybe – we've had the content team maybe a couple of years. When I say content team, it's like, a, you know, a video team. We've got um, a guy. He used to be on Lego Masters. His name is Geordie. So a lot of people from the Lego community know who he is. He He's like our, our kind of face of the channel. Like he's doing all this fun content mm-hmm. from like building Lego to lighting tutorials to like, you know, just, just I think I've seen fun yeah. content. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really big for us because it's like we're very much um, – you know, we want people to see that we're real people and yes. we're genuine Lego. We're genuinely passionate about Lego and 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 what we do. So I feel that's really big as well. So um, nothing you know, scales a business of- better than authenticity, man. And yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys got that. I've seen uh, is it Geordie in your videos and uh, yeah. where he he's he's yeah. mucking around. He's in your warehouse, but then he's yeah. also okay. interacting with your products, and that comes across as real. You're not just you know, trying to yeah. trying to flog a product, you're actually there, and you guys live and breathe this thing. That's it, and that's that that's that resonates with with throughout the business as well. Like everyone we hire, they're genuinely passionate about Lego. We love building Lego. We're we're, we're really into like you know pop culture. You know, mm-hmm. we've got 
you know what I mean? They're into anime. Yep. They're into like, Pokemon collecting, like Pokemon cards collecting. <laughs> oh, I love it. So we're all the same and we're genuinely passionate about what we do. So that that's really, really important as well. And I guess it's related to everything I'm doing with my personal channel too, because I'm just a, I'm just a normal, you know, dad that loves Lego and lighting and Star Wars and, you know, <laughs> food, basketball. That It's all kind of, you know, yep. connected. It's who I am. It's also what creates, you know, it's, it's you know, um, present throughout the business as well. So, you know, I feel as though people love to relate with people. You're spot on. Rather than having a product or, or a brand that's just like, here, here's a product, buy a product, product, product. It's like, mm. why should they buy a product? You know, or, you know, what what about the content that you create is, is relatable, it's personable. Um, and that's what I'm trying to achieve with both my personal brand as well as like my bricks and and what you know the likes of Geordie's doing as well. You know, yep. that's that's how I you know, I feel that's really important. And I am I think that's the the vision and that's what it looks like now. Yeah, it's smart. I mean, personal people do buy from people, and yeah. you know, I I think you you putting yourself as the as the face of the brand and and being confident enough to communicate with yeah. your audience and the people who are passionate yeah. about what you guys build, all that does is yeah. create a stronger connection to the brand. Um, yeah, sure. and sure. the founders Think of like yeah. Oh, sorry. You go. You go. I was say the founders. The founder story. People are like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. Like, no one cares. Reality is they do. People are like, man, like that's, I'm going to buy my products from this, this guy. Uh, I love everything he does. And, and shit, he's giving me some, some thinking to do. I might want to go out on my own one day and do something just like this. That's who I love to, that I love the idea of being able to speak to people like that. Um, you know, especially people who, who are stuck and, you know, they know they want to do something. They just don't know what to do or don't have an idea. Or sometimes they do have an idea. They just don't want to get off their ass and actually do it, you know? <laughs> so I'd like to think that uh, I love the idea of being able to to inspire people to do stuff and just, you know, just fucking do it. And, and, yeah. and you know, <laughs> yeah. inspire people and, and watch content and, yeah, just, just, just do it. Or people don't realize that the idea is right in front of their face and they're looking for an idea that's that's not the hobby. And they're like, I can't make yeah. money out of, out of my hobby. And, well, proof is in the pudding. <laughs> Apparently you can. Um, yeah, who knew, so who knew? You're always staying on trend, mate, looking at the next Lego piece that comes out or by the next lightsaber that's released. So talk to me about <laughs> what's next for Light My Bricks and what you guys uh, have in the works. Yeah, um, we've because of all this, the, the intense learning journey I've had the last six months, putting all of that um you know, into actual day-to-day and and taking all the learnings and, and applying it is going to be a huge thing for, for next year. So next year is our, um, I mean, we've we've always been fortunate enough to grow year on year. So that's that's been good for us. But I think it's going to be turning it up, you know, mm-hmm. um, tenfold. You know, we're going to be really pushing the limits. We've got a really good team now. So next year is all about, um, like, you know, scaling the business as well as uh the the, the brand um we're undergoing like a huge rebrand at the moment so oh, cool yeah we've always felt that like my bricks did have a stronger brand but we're starting to see more and more competitors right and mm-hmm. the one thing that you really need to do is to stay ahead 
um, you can't get complacent, not just for one second, because mm. your competitors will be closely watching you and they'll always be copying you or, you know, trying yep. to bridge that gap. So for us, it's all about staying ahead. So we've got this huge rebrand underway and it's I'm really excited about that. People will look at it. Like, I mean, if you go on search Lego lights now, mm-hmm. you might see our competitors and, and you might see a very similarity, a lot of similarities between us. And if you're just looking at price, you you might. I'm looking at it right just, now. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. Yeah, um, yeah. They're, they're basically it's 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 consistency. They all very much blend into this similar look and narrative. Look at the day. They are these are the guys who are faceless. Mm. They'll never, you know. Um, they're they're most of them are uh, based out of China. They're able to offer much cheaper pricing, but they don't have the brand. They don't have the service. They don't have the quality. And so, for us, a huge thing um, for us next year is to really up that. Um, and we are going to do that. Rebranding, also componentry. We're redesigning the whole our whole suite, and we're going from I guess uh, something that looks more circuitry to very polished. Um, right. And the experience is going to be. Um, 10 times better than the experience you have at the moment. Not to say that it's not great. I mean, it's a good experience, but we're just going to continue to up the ante um, yep. and create the best product possible. So, yeah, next year is going to be huge for us. And we're, oh, um, exciting. We're, yeah. I look forward to following it, mate. I think, you know, it, you've sounds like you've done your analysis on the market. And again, that's a really core cool piece of marketing, right? Competitor analysis, understanding who's who in the zoo and staying staying ahead and um the business sounds like you've you're putting your eggs in the right basket as a brand marketer myself I, I think that's the best thing you can do is um is focus on that and i see on your website you're even looking at um rewards and how you can create some form of loyalty offering with your with your customers yeah definitely um at the end of the day customers are the most important so we have like you know um we have had a, a what we call a a membership we call it the vault um like vault uh, members only kind of thing, which is a play on like your vault as in voltage. The vault and, and voltage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We, we, we reward our customers. It's because it's a journey. Um, we feel as though most our audience and, and the aim is to basically you journey with them because we're all collectors ourselves. We all kind of like buy the next Lego set that comes out we chuck on the shelf and then we light it. And so, we want to basically go on that journey with people and reward them, you know, because retention is is huge for us too. You know, we have a huge, um, uh, a pretty high repeat customer rate. So, um, yeah, for us, uh, that's really important too. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, community and 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 return purchases, absolutely. Well, mate, of course, of course. I I I'm conscious you're a busy man, and uh, we're coming <laughs> to the end of the podcast. I've got two final questions for you, right? What is one skill you think marketers or people listening to the podcast need to take away from from our conversation? Stay ahead. Stay ahead of the game. I think um, never get complacent. Stay ahead of the game. Uh, Being proactive as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be curious. Yeah. And the last one is what is your favorite buzzword or word you use, favorite word that you use around the office? It's uh, I say it a lot. Um, it's just fucking do it. Just, just, <laughs> just do it. You know, stop humming and ahhing. You know, yeah. of course, you know, be cautious. But sometimes you just need to push people and be like, just do it. You know, mm-hmm. things. Sometimes people 
take longer. So they take such a long time to think about whether or not they should do it or not. Um, and then it doesn't get done. And mm-hmm. it's like the moment's passed by the time you decide, you know? So that's right. You, know, you miss, uh, miss the bus. It's, it's like, yeah, just sometimes you just got to fucking do it. Yeah, man. Because, what's the worst? Yeah. It's the worst that can happen. You know, you could, you could have your story or you realize quite quickly it was a silly idea. I probably should never have done it in the first place, but at least you learned. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, mate. Awesome. Well, Kenny, man, I, I love this. I love the journey you're on and uh, I'm going to uh, be a, a cheerleader on the sideline, mate, supporting your business. And if, um, if you're ever uh, up for, you know, you, you mentioned you play ball, if you're ever up for some one-on-one or oh. some, pick up basketball, mate, you can come down under... Yeah. The courts of Clayton will play some ball. Yeah, do some knockout, play some horse. You probably won't do too much. We're probably both. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty unfit. But I like to think I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm close to 40, mate. So things are slowing down. Um, Enjoy the rest of your day, buddy. Thank you so much for your inspiration. And we'll stay in touch. No worries. Thanks heaps. See you, Kenny. Appreciate it. Bye, mate. Thank you. Bye.